Welcome to the Destiny Church 217 Podcast, where we share the Sermon of the Week from Destiny Church. After the message, check out the show notes for links and more information on how to get connected with Destiny. Let's get into the message. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I like the revival sounds during worship. You know what revival sounds are? Can somebody give me a revival sound? Yeah. Come on, let me hear a little bit more. Woo! Hallelujah! Ha, ha, ha! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The joy of the Lord. The sound of people getting set free. The sound of people getting happy on Jesus. The sound of people getting healed. That's the sound of revival. It's, it's music to God's ears, right? It's, it's, the, it's the sound that the angels celebrate in. And it's the sound of the children of God experiencing God and feeling his presence and being filled with hope and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So feel free to shout me down while I'm preaching. I want to hear the sound of somebody saying, mmm. Like they're just getting big mouthfuls of heaven and just getting full on Jesus and getting satisfied with the abundance of, of God and his glory. Hallelujah. So I'm, I'm a, I like to think of myself as a big drinker of the Holy Spirit. Did you guys know you can drink the Holy Spirit? <laughs> you can drink the Holy Spirit. You were made to drink the Holy Spirit. I'm going to prove it to you. It's in scripture. I didn't make it up. We got a lot of scriptures to go over today because you're going you're gonna to be like, prove it to me, Pastor. Prove it to me. Uh, but today, uh, it's, it's awesome to be here. Thank you for supporting Levi Vincent Ministries for 10 years. Um, I've been an evangelist in Springfield, taking teams out, doing supernatural treasure hunts, and being a witness around town, and, and spreading the joy of heaven all over. And uh, before we go out, our teams drink the Holy Spirit. And we listen for the words of God and the sound of heaven, and we try to release that and bring that to our city. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And uh, so today, I just want to encourage you guys to just get filled with the Holy Spirit. And because when I come to church, I want to hear good news about God. I want to hear about his love. I want to actually feel his presence, and I want to leave changed. I want to be filled up. I want to have a big smile on my face. Uh, it's the Isaac smile. It's the, it's the child of Abraham and Sarah, the miracle child. Isaac means laughter. And you are in a faith, the faith of Abraham, that makes you happy on God. The people of God are a happy people. And you might be thinking, well, I haven't been very happy lately. And uh, man, what's wrong with me? I'm kind of feeling a little down today. And that's OK, because we're in a battle. We're in a battle for our faith. We're in a battle for our joy. We're in a battle for our peace. And even this week, I was being discouraged. And I was feeling down. And I had to encourage myself in the Lord. And I didn't want to. And I wanted to pout. And I wanted to say, I'm a nobody. I'm nothing. And I was getting, you know, attacked with depression and sadness. And that's okay. 
That's okay. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. That means that you have a purpose on your life and that you're a target of the enemy and the devil wants to take you out. You know, before you came to Christ, you maybe were down and out because you had shame in your life and you were separated from God because of the sin in your life and you didn't have a relationship with God and you were, you felt distant from God and that's because you didn't have Jesus in your life and you didn't know how to come to God through the blood of Jesus. But now that you are in a relationship with God, the devil's trying to take you out. He's trying to make you feel condemned and feel down. But today is the day of the Lord. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. You guys are children of heaven and depression is not in your future. And you're going to do warfare in the spirit and you're going to battle for your destiny. And you're going to go after God and you're going to be a heavy drinker of the Holy Spirit. And you're, you're going to do what it takes to get filled up with God so that you don't get beat up and, and don't get stuck in the dark of your home and not want to go outside. I face that stuff every week. Every week I face not feeling good enough to do the task that I'm called to do. But you're in good company, okay? You're not alone. And God has shown me that we got to be vulnerable. We have to be known. We have to get brothers and sisters around us where we're sharing the struggles that we're having, the fears that we're having. And you're not condemned for being afraid and, and for feeling alone. But you're, you got to get that stuff out and know that the God is with you and you're not alone. Hallelujah. So let's take another drink. So, so hallelujah. Um, I'm going to talk about being a pollinator. Last year, I was at a church, and the woman said, I got this picture of you in a big bee outfit, like Belushi or uh, Saturday Night Live. And, and she said, that was kind of weird. I didn't know why I was getting that picture about you until you started doing laugh breaks. And then I kind of put the comedy together and realized that the, there's some comedy aspect to your ministry right now. And um, I started sharing about laugh breaks and how we got to just laugh, laugh at the devil, laugh at his tricks, laugh at his lies. I mean, he lies to us every week and we just need to laugh at that stuff. Like, like he says, you're not going to make it. You need to be like, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> the, devil, the devil says, I'm not going to make it. The devil says, I'm not good enough. <laughs> I know that's not true. That's a lie from the devil. And, and, and he's saying that, that you're not good enough and you, you should feel guilty and condemned. <laughs> Does anybody need a laugh break in here today? Yes. Come on. God wants to liberate you. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. 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 And that's the revival sound of freedom. When you get so full of the Holy Spirit, you cannot remember the baggage that you walked in here with. I cannot remember what I was so depressed about last week because I'm happy on my future. Some of us need to have a forgetfulness issue. I just can't even remember. 
And that's okay. We remember too much. Our brains are a great tool, but a horrible place to live. Do not live in your head. Live in your spirit. Live in the spirit of God. Keep looking forward. Have a vision for your future. So um, here I am with a James Belushi, uh, whatever his name is, Jim Belushi. Is that his name? John. Whatever. I, I've never seen it. It was like in the 70s, I think. Or I wasn't even born yet. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, so um, I gave laugh breaks, and then she wrote a word that you're pollinating in Springfield when you go out. And I was like, yeah, I'm a pollinator. And that, that word gave me identity, right? Uh, the words that God gives you give you identity and speak to your future. And that's why I was like, oh, give me a word of knowledge, God. Give me some speaking to my life. Prophesy over me because I want, I want to hear God's purpose for my life. And I, so I took that and I said, I'm a pollinator. And so I was like, yes, I do need to get out. What I do does make a difference. And I, I've got to get out there and share God's word. And you guys are pollinators. We're all pollinators. We all identify as bees today. Bzzz. And, and we're just, we're just going to get our bee costumes on today. At the harvest party, I wore a bee costume in October last year, and I won the prize, the destiny prize. And so uh, I got my bee costume on up here today right now, and I'm buzzing around. And, and I thought, how does this word apply to us today? How can I use this be a pollinator and, and talk about evangelism today? In Firestarters, our class, School of Leaders, we talk about drinking and leaking. And uh, if you haven't been in our Firestarters class, it's a blast. It's all about the joy of heaven, drinking and leaking. And I get to teach it a lot. And I just want to get happy on Jesus. I just want to get so happy on God that I can't help but leak everywhere I go. And I realize that's what bees do. When they go and pollinate, they, they're going and they're eating pollen, right? And they're storing pollen and they're, they're just going and collecting pollen everywhere. And then they go to the next plant and they're just trying to get more pollen, but they're dropping pollen everywhere they go. And they're pollinating the whole um, atmosphere. They're, they're pollinating everywhere they go. And I thought, that's what we do when we drink in God, when we read his word, when we spend time in his presence, when we're getting filled up with God, when we leave, we cannot help but spread him and drop him everywhere. And so it's kind of easy when you think about it, if, if you just focus on getting more of God in your life and you just focus on receiving more of his grace and his goodness, you can't help but overflow. But something's trying to stop you from being, allowing yourself to get that filled up on God. The enemy's trying to tell you that you don't deserve to be that happy. You know, somebody's, somebody's trying to make you feel guilty or they might not even be meaning to, but for some reason you feel like it's your fault that things aren't working out. But that's a lie from the enemy. God wants you to be happy right now. And do you deserve to be happy? No. <laughs> because of the sin in our lives, we don't deserve this glory. We don't, get to, we don't deserve to be, to be uh, living in heaven, right? We deserve hell. We deserve to be separated from God because of our sin. But it's by the grace of God. 
Jesus purchased this happiness and this joy for you, and he's given it to you as a free gift. So now do you deserve to be happy? Yes, because of Jesus, but not on our own works. So let me drink. Let me drink some more. Come on, let's take another drink. Take another drink. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody take a deep breath. Lord, we love you. We worship you, God. We thank you for your presence in this place today. We thank you for your grace for the cross of Christ. Hallelujah, God. Thank you for your peace that passes all understanding. Thank you for the treasures of heaven that you have for us today, God. We thank you, God, that somebody walked in today overwhelmed, heavy, and you're extending your hand and your big smile out to them today. Hallelujah, God. I pray right now that heaven would fill this place. I pray that you bring a word today, God. That you'd speak to our hearts, God. That you bring a word to take off the shame take off the condemnation and bring healing. Bring your healing, God. Bring your healing, God. There's healing in heaven. There's glory in Christ Jesus. God wants to take shame off of your life. He wants to take guilt off of your life. Let God heal you today. You're not going to walk out of here the same because you're going to get a vision of heaven. You're going to see Jesus more clearly today as a good father as a good dad that cares about you. May the honey of heaven flow in your life today. May the sweetness of God flow in your life today. May you be touched by the Holy Spirit today. Scales fall off of eyes today. Shame come off today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Sometimes before you laugh, you've got to cry. And you've got to let God heal you. And you've got to bring your shame and your guilt and what's separating you from God, which seems like an insurpassable wall. You have to bring it before God and let him crush it down. And you got to let him wrap a warm, hot blanket of his Holy Spirit around you today. But I'm telling you, there is no sin that is so great that his blood cannot heal it and change it. 
but you've got to trade in your heaviness. You've got to trade in your shame and your guilt and receive a garment of praise. You have to receive forgiveness for your sins today. You have to receive a new name today. God wants to give you a new name and a new purpose and a new identity today. He wants to change you. He wants to set you free. He wants to bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. We want to encounter your Holy Spirit. We don't want just a message of words. We want to encounter the Holy Spirit. We want to be heavy drinkers of your glory, God. We want to be transformed by the light of God in the face of Jesus Christ. You guys are never going to be the same again. By faith, you will say, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. And the shame is gone. The past is gone. And I'm a pollinator for God. Uh, I got a slide for you today. Amen. It says, movement pollination is the movement of pollen that must occur for the plant to become fertilized and produce fruits, seeds, and young plants. That pollen's got to move. It's got to get moving. We've got to pollinate Springfield. We've got to stir up the dust a little bit. A pollinator is anything that helps carry pollen from the male part of the flower to the female part of the same or another flower. See, some flowers and plants are self-pollinators. Not us, not humans. We need each other and we need to bring the gospel from one person to another. But there are things called vectors and these are the pollinators. This is the thing that brings the pollen to another place. It could be a butterfly. It could be a hummingbird. It could be a shoe that stood on a plant and spread it to another one. It could be a river. It could be the wind. And the Holy Spirit could be your pollinator today. He may be blowing the gospel into you. Maybe when a human fails to bring the message, God could send an angel or he could show up and speak to you himself. But he likes us to be cross-pollinators, cross-pollinators, and bring the cross of Christ to each other. And, you know, we need each other and we need to get busy doing our work, right? So why are pollinators important? One out of every three bites of food you eat exists because of the effects, efforts of pollinators, including fruits, vegetables, seeds. Pollinators not only are necessary for our own food, but to support the food and habitat of animals. Do you like clean air? Healthy ecosystems depend on pollinators. At least 75% of all the flowering plants on earth are pollinated by insects and animals. This amounts to more than 1,200 food crops and 180,000 different types of plants. Plants which help stabilize our soils, clean our air, supply oxygen, and support wildlife. Imagine 180,000 different types of plants not being here if we didn't have pollinators. 1,200 food crops. How about your economy? In the United States alone, pollination by honeybees contribute to over $19 billion of crop production in 2010, while pollination by other insect 
pollinators contributed to nearly 10 billion of crop production. Our economy depends on pollination. Our food depends on pollination. Our clean air depends on pollination. And the world depends on you being a pollinator with the gospel. Because people are dying without Jesus. They have no hope without the gospel. They are lost in sin. They are suffering. They are not happy. Despite what your television is telling you with the big smiles on everybody's pretty faces. Because they're acting out this story that you can be happy without God. But you cannot be happy without Jesus. We need the message of the cross. It is the one thing that strips our shame away. Gets us out of hiding. And gets us right Right out in the open with God saying, I'm naked. Would you clothe me with the lambskin of heaven? Because my shame was too great and I can't even face my father without the blood of Jesus in my life. So this is joy evangelism. This is buzzed evangelism. This is, this is getting the buzz of heaven. And, and you know... You know that I found, I was like, surely bees don't get drunk on all that pollen, do they? Yes, they do. They do get drunk on ethanol, I think it is. They get a little buzzed, and sometimes they get tipsy, and sometimes they lose their way, and they get lost, and they had too much, and they also like nicotine and caffeine. They are little addicts. And they will go more to caffeine and nicotine plants. And they like it. And they get buzzed. And you can get buzzed on Jesus. And when you do get happy on Jesus, you're going to be buzzing around and getting happy everywhere. <laughs> thank you. Somebody say thank you, Levi. I wanted to get buzzed today. It's okay. I did too. I wanted to get happy on Jesus. It's okay. You were made for pleasure. You were made for joy. You were made for heaven. You were made for relationship and happiness. And you got to drink and leak. So um, the points today are going to be number one, be yourself. Number two, believe in yourself. Number three, be kind. And number four, be real. Okay? So that's where we're going today. Are you guys with me? We're doing this. We're going in right now. So um, drinking and leaking, 1 John 4, 19 says, we love because he first loved us. This is something we receive. We didn't start this thing. We're not the authors of our love. We got to drink it in. We're drinking in God's love. 1 John 4, 19, we love because he first loved us. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. 1 Corinthians 15, 3, for what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. That right there is the gospel in 10 words. Jesus Christ died for my sins, rose from the dead. That's the gospel. 
You want to know how to share the gospel? Jesus Christ died for your sins. He rose from the dead. That's the gospel in 10 words. I'm thinking about putting it on a little wristband and it says cross-pollination, maybe has some honeycombs and bees on it. And you, you get up every day and you say, I'm going to share this with somebody and give out a wristband. Who would get a wristband like that? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some wristbands like that. And we're going to be cross-pollinators. It's going to have a cross on it. And we're just going to keep it simple, right? Just share the gospel. Just share Jesus. We don't have to... Talk about all the other issues in the world. Say, Jesus. Try Jesus. He's happy. He's good. Um, number one, taste and see that the Lord is good. Psalm 34, 8. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Number two, drink. 1 Corinthians twelve thirteen. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. See, I told you, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Now, you don't have to look like me, okay? There's different types of bees. There's worker bees. There's queen bees. There's um, drone bees. Now, the worker bees are the women, and I know any, the worker bees sometimes will be like, I'm doing all this work. And then the, bee, the drone bees, they have one job to do, and that is to impregnate the, the worker bees. And they get a bad, sometimes they get a bad rap for that. It's like, why are guys one-track mine? It's like, well, they die right after they do that. They, the bees die. They, they give their lives for, for the family, okay? So... And then the queen bee has to lay like 100,000 eggs or something crazy. So, you know, she doesn't do anything else but, but eat royal jelly all day. And then the other worker women, they do all the other work, but she's got to lay 100,000 eggs, and that's a lot. So, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, we're going to get the job done today. And... Um, so, you know, there's, you don't have to look like me. You might be a hummingbird or a butterfly or you might float like the wind. There's different types of vectors and there's different types of pollination, but somebody's got to do something. We all need to get to work doing what we are called to do. And uh, let's just receive Luke 7, 47. Therefore, I tell you, uh, her many sins have been forgiven as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little loves little. If you've been forgiven a lot, you love a lot. If you've been forgiven a little, if you've only received a little bit of forgiveness, you don't have a lot of love to give, you've got to receive forgiveness today. Receive as much as you can get. Every little door in your heart, every part of your heart needs to receive the forgiveness of God. There's not a single sin in your life that hasn't been forgiven, that you're covered. It's good. The past is over. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. You identify with Christ. You're a new creation. The past is gone. Matthew 10, 8 says, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. You have to receive it first, okay? Why is the church not going out and spreading Jesus everywhere? Is it because we haven't received enough? 
Have we? Have you guys received the glory of God? Have you received heaven or are you holding back? Is there something stopping you from, from saying, I'm all in. I belong to him completely and I trust that he is enough for me. Let's receive today, guys. I want to receive so that we can give it away. Romans 1.16 says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. First to the Jew, then to the Gentile. And then Jesus blew on them in John 20.22 and he said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Let's forgive some sins today. Let's go out and say, your sins are forgiven. It's in Jesus. And if you identify with Jesus, your sins are forgiven. If you want to identify with your old man, if you want to be identified as anything other than a child or God and in Jesus, then you can have your sins and you can have the penalty of your sins and you can continue to live in shame and guilt and be separated from God. But you can identify with Jesus and say, I'm a brand new creation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're jumping bees today. We're buzzed bees today. I get happy on God. Psalms 36, 7 says, how priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. He's a fountain. He's, he's a good fountain. There's an abundance, of river of joy. And we just got to get happy on Jesus. And, and let's, let's, let's have a little laugh break right now. Ha, ha, ha. 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 <laughs> you might you might you might think, well, that's fake. That's fake. It's not real. I'm not always that happy. It doesn't feel right. I don't I don't I don't feel that's genuine. It's not authentic. Yes, yes it is. It is authentic. It's authentic. It's you battling for your salvation. It's you, it's you battling for your faith. It's authentic you being the child of God that God made you to be. That the devil tried to rob from you since you were a child and to tell you that you were something else. And that you needed to be tough. And you needed to be strong. And you needed to build a wall up. That's what the world's telling you. That you need to be somebody else Anybody other than yourself. But you're battling for your joy. You're battling for your peace. You're battling for your childhood, your, your, your joy. I wanted to be tough. I wanted to be strong. I had Arnold Schwarzenegger pictures all over my wall when I was a kid. I watched every Van Damme movie, Chuck Norris, Steven Seagal. And I, I wanted to be very strong and I'd stare at those pictures and flex in the mirror all day long. 
and I did get very strong, and, and that was fine, but along with those images came somebody that I was not. And my heroes were people that did not love God, that did not know God, didn't know who they were, and didn't know what the purpose of life was. And I started to want to be like those people, and I started to love them and not myself. And even to this day, I found myself working out. Last year, I was going to do 50 push-ups a day and get strong again. And then I injured myself again. I always injure myself. It's probably the devil. But it also could be us trying to be somebody that we're not. Because there's nothing wrong with being the best that you can be and being strong and healthy. But I learned that my body was saying, what are you doing to me? <laughs> and why? <laughs> why? Like, look in the mirror and love yourself. Like, just the way you are today. Yes, be the best that you can be. But love yourself where you're at right now. And don't make your body be somebody that it's not. Be who you are today and love yourself. And yes, grow and be stronger, but love yourself who you are right now. And that is the only healthy way to be. And, and I, you know, I need healed from that. We all need healed from trying to be somebody we're not. And, uh, you know... Yes, I'm going to be strong. I'm, and I am going to laugh every day, but it's okay. You know, like, just love yourself. And then the laughter is going to come and the joy is going to come. Um, so, um, many parts, one body. Um, be yourself. 1 Corinthians 12, 12, just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given that one spirit to drink. So there you go. Be that part of the body you're made to be. Genesis 1, 26, 27 says, God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. You were created in God's image. He loves you just the way you are. You're a male or a female. There's no other. There's no in between. And you're a pollinator. You're a cross-pollinator sharing the image of God. And you're a spiritual person. And uh, you, you bear the image of God. And the devil wants you to be anything other than what you are because he hates the image of God on earth. He hates male and female, husband and wife, the, the marriage union and the image of God that it bears. And by being yourself unintentionally, you're going to spread the aroma. 2 Corinthians 2.14, you're going to, Spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere just by being you. Without even trying, you're going to go into your workplace with a smile on your face, with peace in your heart. You don't have to 
carry a sign or, or laugh or, or make a scene like I did yesterday downtown. I was carrying a sign that said, Jesus transforms lives. And I was laughing and spreading joy in Jesus. And it was very offensive to some people. Um, but I wasn't wanting to offend people. I wanted to share Jesus and the truth that saves lives. And I just wanted to simply share Jesus. And uh, that comes to the next part of believe in yourself. Because you know now how useful bees are to our environment, how useful you are. And you have to be intentional about it sometimes. Yes, unintentionally you're going to spread the gospel, but be intentional as well. Make some noise, make a buzz, and stand out. You are a keystone species, and I have that definition for you. It's an organism that helps to define an entire ecosystem. Without its keystone species, the ecosystem would be dramatically different or cease to exist together. There are some species that without them, the whole ecosystem will fail, and it'll look dramatically different, and that is the body of Christ. That is you. Without you being you and doing you and making a buzz and standing out and being intentional about being you, the whole ecosystem is going to fail around you. You're needed for life because the world is dead in sin. Ephesians 2.1 says, as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world. And the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us used to live among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. We were dead in our sins. Dead. No life. No hope. That's what the world has without Jesus Christ. Only Jesus takes away our sins. And without the good news of the cross, we are dead. And we need to cross pollinate. Um, be kind. The last one, be kind. Bees already have a bad reputation for being hurtful and dangerous. Bzz, sting, sting, sting. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Stay away from me. Some of you have probably killed a bee before. Some of you are bee murderers. And you're dramatically having a negative effect on your ecosystem. We needed that bee, and you killed it. But you need to have the right kind of stinger. And you need to add a little honey to that sting. 1 Peter 3.15 says, In your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you. To give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. Share the gospel with some gentleness and respect. Be kind. We're not pointing fingers, judging people. We've been there. So watch your stingers a little bit. Be careful. Don't be rude. Be kind. Ephesians 4.32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Um, be humble about it. Um, 
Second Chronicles 7, 14 says that we need to humble ourselves, repent, turn to God. And we need to set an example of humility and humbleness. But here's the other side of that coin is like this says, you're called by my name. Humble yourselves, pray, seek my face. We need to be humble. We're the ones that need to repent. We need to repent for our sins and then God will come and heal our land. But at the same turn, be kind, but don't be so focused on being nice. This is a word that God gave me this year. Be kind, but stop being so nice. And I'll tell you why. Niceness is doing what's socially expected, being pleasant, agreeable, and satisfactory. You don't have to be so agreeable and so satisfactory and go along with the flow and doing what's socially expected of you that you don't, you're not going to ruffle any feathers. You're not going to bring your buzz around anybody else or, oh, I have a stinger. I better just keep to myself and stay in my house all day. No, you do have a stinger. It's very effective. It's the power of the gospel and it's a sting to the flesh. It's a sting to the lies of this world and it, it, the gospel is very offensive to our flesh because it's saying you need to crucify your flesh. You need to repent. You have sin in your life and you need to confess it before God. And that is a sting of the cross. But guess what? Once you've been stung by the gospel, you're not fearing the sting of death anymore. You no longer fear the sting of death. I'm not afraid of the sting of death because I have peace with God. I know I'm going to heaven. I don't have to be so nice, but I can be kind. And guess what kindness is? Kindness is friendliness, generosity, and affection that's rooted in love. Kindness is telling somebody the truth, even though it makes them uncomfortable, even though it's offensive to the flesh and it goes against what's politically acceptable. Let's love people enough to tell them what they need to hear. You have a stinger. Stingers are offensive. Your stinger is the word of God, and you have to use it when it's necessary. So stop being so nice and be kind and be loving and be generous and friendly and humble. And, um, and you will be hated for it. In Matthew 10, you will be hated by everyone because of me but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. That is the truth. The world is not so friendly to bees anymore. And bees are on the decline. And bees are going like uh, endangered right now. You got to watch out for the bee squashers, okay? Because they're out there. But guess what? Repent is a loving word. Repent is the word that the world needs to hear. And it means change your mind. Change what you're trusting in. Stop trusting in your own righteousness. Stop trusting in your political agenda and trust in Jesus. And be real, it's a war zone. Take up your cross. Colony collapse is when bees just start disappearing. And bees are dying at a rapid rate. 42% of bee colonies collapsed in the United States alone in 2015. Our food supply is at serious risk. Researchers were able to conclude that roughly 62.5% of the original bee population was lost. Butterfly populations shrank by 57.6%. 
an area losing 39% of its species biodiversity. Okay, so uh, yeah, bees are disappearing, colony collapse. It's, it's the mites that are eating on them. Okay, but guess what? Jesus said that whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever, whoever loses their life will find it. Romans 8, 36, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. The world doesn't like me. I have a stinger. I'm hated by the world. Ha, ha, ha. I have the joy of heaven. I have the hope of heaven. I'm drenched in honey. I have the joy that the world's looking for, but they're swatting me away and trying to take away my stinger. There is a great falling away. First Timothy 4.1 says, the spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits, things taught by demons. It's okay if there's a falling away. It's okay. We notice there's a problem in the world. It's going to happen. And guess what? You might find yourself as the minority you might find yourself in a great falling away. Yes, could there be a billion soul harvests? Probably. There's going to be a great harvest before Jesus returns. There's going to be billions of people that are getting saved. But guess what? The rest, Jesus said that narrow is the way and few find it. It's okay if the rest of the world does not go along with what you're doing. And that's okay. But we got to do what we do. We got to be ourselves. We got to love ourselves. We've got to love Jesus. So what are you guys drinking today? Are you happy on Jesus? Are you drinking the, the, the good news of heaven? Are you excited about your eternal destiny in heaven? Are you going to bring anybody with you? Are you going to tell somebody? Are you going to stand out? Are you going to make a noise? Are you going to make a buzz? Yes. Yes, hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, we, we seek your face. We ask for your help. And, and we fall short every day. But today, God, we're reminded where our joy comes from, that the joy of the Lord is our strength and that we're not looking back. And we're going to make a commitment today to be ourselves to believe in ourselves, to make a buzz, and to stand out, God. We're not going to be afraid. And I just pray for everyone here, God, that they would receive forgiveness of sins. Your sins have been forgiven. The blood of Jesus is enough. Hallelujah. Be healed today. If that's you, you need healed, let the prayer team come forward right now. They're going to lay their hands on you. The Holy Spirit is going to flow through their honey dripping hands and heaven is going to flow through them. And they're going to hear from heaven and they're going to speak into your life and they're going to prophesy over you because this body is alive. There's a buzz in this church. There's a purpose to win souls and make disciples. There is a great purpose to bring the lost to Jesus. 
If you need healing today, heaven is flowing in this place. The roof is being ripped off of this place and God is saying, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Go ahead, guys, get some prayer today. Be like a honeybee and go, go fly around and go get some pollen today. Go say, I need more of the Holy Spirit because I didn't come here to leave the same. I came here to receive from heaven and to go and bring the joy of heaven around. Hallelujah. If that's you, stand up today. If you want to receive from God, stand up with me today. Extend your hands to heaven. Cry out to God. I pray for a spirit of repentance and the fear of the Lord to come in this place. Because before we laugh, we've got to cry out to God. The Bible says anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And if you have not called on the name of the Lord, you are not saved. If you have not believed in Jesus, you have not been baptized, you are not saved and your sin condemns you and you're separated from God. Today, you can be forgiven, you can receive new clothes and have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And it's simply, Lord, I believe in you. I receive your sacrifice for my sins. I turn from my sins. I will never be the same. And I will worship you and love you all the days of my life. Today's a brand new day, guys. Today is a day of repentance, the fear of the Lord. I pray the fear of the Lord would rock your house right now and that you would be filled with awe and reverence from God and that you would know that he is high and lifted up, that he is so high. Sometimes we just need to realize how high he is and how low we are. And we need to face the fact that our sin has stood between us and God and we are not okay. And if that's you today, raise your hand and we wanna pray with you. If you feel like I am not okay with God, but I wanna be okay, raise your hand, I'm gonna pray for you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Lord, I thank you, God, that this house is a house of prayer and, and that there is freedom in this house to seek you. And I just thank you for a purpose today to be a pollinator, to drink and leak and to get happy on Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless this house today. As we conclude this podcast, we want to take a moment to say thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this message, please consider subscribing to receive our weekly podcast on your device. Check out the show notes for links to our website, more information about this message, or to support our ministry. You've been listening to the Destiny Church 217 Podcast, your place for real, relevant relationships.